0: Hi, it's Melanie White here. I've got my funky aerobic instructor headset on and I'm really looking forward to talking to you today about creating visions. Right now I'm looking outside, thinking of visions and, you know, the visual element that that creates. It's kind of cloudy and raining outside. It's drizzly. And yet I'm feeling pretty pumped about a whole bunch of things. I'm feeling really positive about stuff. And I think it's because I have, for myself, an overarching vision for my personal life and my, and my business. And so even when I'm a little bit tired or it's a little bit gray outside or I feel a bit despondent, I've got that vision to help me get energized again. You've probably heard of visions or vision boarding or those sorts of things. And yet, so many people still don't realize how powerful visions can be. And That's why I want to talk about it today. It's such an important topic. Whether you're running a business or you're trying to achieve a goal in your life, a vision is the most important tool you can use to help you get there. So by the end of this episode, you're going to understand how to harness the power of a vision in your own life and to understand why visions are so important. I'd like to start with that why, actually, because um, a lot of people know that visions are linked with feeling positive and achieving goals but there are some really important reasons that you should create a vision and in fact i could just say that there are really two important reasons to create a vision the first reason why you should create a vision is because it helps you to get clarity and direction for what you want to achieve now as a health and wellness coach as a business coach People come to me because they lack clarity, they lack direction, and they're not motivated. They feel stuck, and they don't know what to do about it. They aren't clear on what they truly want or how they're going to get that. I love the analogy of a holiday. You know, if you're going to go on a holiday, the first thing you do is pick a destination, and then you can start making plans to get there. You kind of have to pick a destination with a holiday because you need to know whether you're going to pack a bikini or a fur coat. You need to know when you're going to be taking that time off work. You need to know what sorts of plans you might need to make. And, you know, all of that stuff can only happen when you know exactly where you're going and when you're going to go there. So that's a really nice analogy for creating a vision. So, you know, that first reason it's important is to get the clarity and direction you want to know exactly where you're going. Then you can make the plans to get there. The second reason why visions are so important is that when they're written correctly, a vision helps you to create excitement and motivation to achieve that end goal. Now, let's talk about motivation for a minute because a lot of the time my clients come to me and they say, Oh, I just need to get motivated. Can you motivate me? Motivation is my biggest problem. They think that it's the biggest problem. More so than, do I need to learn a new skill or How long will it take? They think the biggest problem is motivation and that's the reason they can't change. Well, that's kind of part of the problem. This is a whole other topic for a whole other episode. But if you think about it, a vision can definitely help you to get motivated because it describes exactly what you want. Now, I just wanted to mention the language a little bit too because people often create visions around things that they think they should be aiming for or based around other people's expectations for them, or they talk about the things that they don't want to have in their lives anymore. So an example could be, your vision might be something like, I want to stop being stressed and anxious. And on the surface, that sounds really legitimate. The problem with it is that it doesn't define what you do want, what you desire. So your brain doesn't have that happy, positive, motivating end point to latch onto. All it has is the fact that you don't want to be anxious or stressed anymore so that's the second important reason to create a vision statement simply because it gets you excited and motivated about the end result excitement and motivation is really important for your success when you're trying to achieve a goal some days are going to be tough you're going to wake up tired flat lacking belief in yourself And if you're able to tap into that beautiful vision that gets you inspired, you're going to be able to get through your day and do the work you need to do to achieve your longer term goal. I wanted to just touch on the biology. I think because I'm a biologist and I'm a scientist, I love that sort of background. And I think you'll find it interesting. And it's very relevant to what I just said about the language. You know, your brain wants to latch onto something positive and to look forward to that positive thing. There's a part of your brain called the reticular activating system, right? And it's a bit like your GPS, your inner GPS. It's the main center of motivation in your brain, and it's activated by your eyes. So when you see something like a vision statement written down or a picture of what you'd like, you're plugging that destination into your brain's GPS so that your subconscious mind can work out how to get you there. And what it does and how it does that is that once you have that vision in your mind, your brain can filter out anything that doesn't look like that vision so that you can focus on what you wanna get. Here's an example. Think about the last time you went looking for a car. You might've had a particular type of car in mind, let's say a Lexus, and then suddenly it was like Lexuses were everywhere. Everywhere you looked, you'd see a Lexus. It sounds kind of weird, right? Well, that's your reticular activating system in action. That's your GPS filtering in Alexis, and bringing it to your awareness. The other thing with that part of your brain, the reticular activating system, is that it controls your belief systems and it will only recognise or select the information that supports your beliefs. So if you believe that you're fat and tired, your brain will start looking for evidence that you are fat and tired and then you'll be able to prove that to yourself. See, I told you I was fat or I'm meant to be fat or this is the evidence that I'm exhausted. I was unable to do this and that. So that's the kicker, you know, with this whole thing. It's great to have a GPS. You just plug in the destination and your body and brain will take you to the outcome. But the problem is that regardless of whether you focus on something negative or something positive, your brain will do the work to get you there. I like to say to my clients, be careful what you say because your body will hear you and obey. Let me say that again. Be careful what you say. Your body will hear you and obey. So important because once you plug that thing into your GPS, your reticular activating system, your brain will selectively filter the information around you and only keep what's relevant to what's what your, your thinking is, what's in your mind. It will determine whether your body works for you or against you. Psychologists... Abraham Maslow said it best in 1966. It's called The Law of the Hammer. And he said, if all you have is a hammer, then all you'll see is nails. And if you want to know more about this, like I could geek on about the science of this forever, but there's a fantastic book called The Answer by Alan and Barbara Pease, P-E-A-S-E. They're Australian authors that was published in 2016. Well worth a read. They go into a lot of depth about that. So just to recap what we've covered so far, visions are important because they help you get clarity and direction on what you want. And visions are important because they help you create the excitement and motivation to get there. And as I mentioned, it's all about what you truly want, getting clear on that and using positively framed language that connect with your deep motivators. And that kind of leads into what I wanted to talk about next. There are three principles to follow for creating a powerful vision. So if you've got a pen and paper handy, you might like to write this down. It's a three-step process that will make sure that you get it right and create a foolproof vision that you feel truly connected with that will help you to achieve your goals. Step number one, you need to specify exactly what you want, as in the end result or goal. Even if you haven't ever achieved that result before, you need to paint a picture in your mind of what it looks, feels and sounds like. The more that you can plug into all of your senses to put that into your reticular activating system, the more easily your brain will be able to filter out anything that doesn't relate to that and you'll be able to more easily find the steps to get there. So specificity is something like instead of saying I'd like to be fitter, you might say I want to be able to run a 10K race or I want to be able to lift weights comfortably four times a week. You've got to get specific about what you want to achieve because it's easier then for your brain to filter in all the required steps for you to, to get that. Step number two is once you know what you want specifically, you need to back that up with a really compelling why and you're looking for the deepest and most meaningful reasons to you behind the result you want. And a mistake that people make at this point is not going deep enough with the why. And the more meaningful your whys are, the more strongly you'll be connected to your values and the outcome of your vision. So the more motivated you'll be and the more likely you'll persist to overcome the obstacles to get there. A really useful exercise that I like is the five whys. And that's where you aim to peel off some layers to get to the root cause or the root value of the thing that's most important to you here's an example one of my weight coaching clients came in once and said she wanted to lose 10 kilos and i said okay well why would why do you want to lose 10 kilos and she said i see myself in the mirror every morning and i'm just loathing my body i hate the way i look okay so we've already found there's a negative motivator there and it's not talking about the desired outcome. So, of course, I asked another why-style question to figure out, well, what's behind that? And she said, well, if I lost 10 kilos, I'd be able to wear all of the beautiful clothes in my wardrobe that I don't currently fit into. So I said, okay, well, imagine you're able to fit into and wear all those beautiful clothes. You know, why is that important? What would happen next? And she says, well... Well, then I'd feel more confident, confident about going out in public and socialising. Okay, so you want to be more connected socially? She says, yeah, well, I want to make some friends because I want to have more fun in life. I'm just not having any fun at the moment. Okay, right, so you want to have more fun. What would be different if you were connected with friends and having more fun, being outdoors and with people more often? And this is the, the really interesting thing. Her final why in that ser- in that series was, well, I want to be more active like I used to be because I felt so alive and confident and powerful and courageous. I felt like I was invincible, like I could do anything. So you see how compelling that last reason is, you know, the thought of losing weight so that you don't have to see that image that you loathe in the mirror kind of isn't really motivating. But the thought of feeling alive and confident and powerful like I used to feel, invincible, that's got legs. So you want to ask yourself some questions to get to that deeper level and figure out your values and your motivators around why you want to make that change. So that's the second step is to dig deep to find your why. And the third step is to put a time frame on it so that you can make a foolproof action plan to get there with some specific action goals. Normally six to 12 months is a good time frame because it's close enough that you feel motivated. You can see the end in sight and it's far enough away that you can start seeing some results and making some proper changes to get there. So six to 12 months is a good time frame. So just to recap, you want to figure out exactly what you want. You want to figure out why that's important to you. And then you're going to put a time frame on it, a due date. That's the three steps. And just to finish up in this session, I wanted to talk about different sorts of visions. There are a whole bunch of different types of visions that you can create. But today I wanted to talk about personal visions versus business visions, because I know a lot of people listening to this podcast are in business, but they might be used to the other sort. And I want to just explain what's in each of them and help you get clarity on how they're different and how to create them. So thinking of a personal vision, you know, this is about your life outside of work. It could be about any area of your life. And it's important that you start by picking one area or maybe two to focus on. If you try and pile everything into the personal vision, it's just going to be a bit overwhelming and not believable. And so your vision statement has to be believable, right? You can use a tool like a well-being questionnaire or a wheel of life or something like that to help you to identify the priority areas of your life. Keep it really simple and just pick one or two areas. The second step, once you've picked an area to focus on, is to define what you want specifically, what your desired success would look like and maybe how that would feel. So you're going to start by writing down I am as if you were already doing it. For example, if your priority area was physical fitness, you might write, in six months' time, I am fit, strong, and running regularly. It's pretty simple, right? Don't have to overcomplicate it. It needs to be memorable, so keeping it short is really helpful. After you've picked out your area and come up with what you want, the third step is to define your why. You know, what would achieving that fitness that strength that being able to run 10ks bring into your life you can use that five wise method I mentioned earlier and you write that down starting with a so that I so in the last example you said I am fit strong and running regularly so that I this is where your whys come in could be something like create more energy each day feel more positive and feel more confident and capable about myself as a person So that's an example of how to create a personal vision, picking one area, choosing a what, and coming up with a why. You might need to do the brainstorming around the why before you write the statement, your final statement. And a well-written vision statement, when you read it aloud, has two traits. Firstly, it makes you feel excited, inspired, motivated, excited and energised. And the second thing is that it's realistic and believable. As in, if you got the support and resources and a plan you needed to make it happen, you could absolutely see it happening. If it's not believable, you'll find ways to prevent yourself moving forward. So it needs to have those two things, that sense of excitement about it and plus the believability. You've got to make sure you tick both boxes and if you don't, you can go back and dig into it a bit deeper. Look at the what and the why and find what you truly want and that's most meaningful for you. So that's how to write a personal vision statement. Great activity. You can do it for any area of your personal life and you can do as many as you want. But I would suggest just starting with one, focusing on one area. Just do one at a time. The next step is to create goals to get you there, but that's a topic for another day. Now let's talk about business vision, because if you're new to business or if you haven't had much experience with business before, you might be unclear as to how that's different or what needs to go into it. So your business vision is pretty much a really vivid mental image of what your business looks like when it's profitable, successful and thriving. And, you know, it talks about why it exists in the first place. It describes what success looks like to you and the why often includes your business ethos or core values, what, what you stand for. And the business vision is usually a lot shorter than your personal vision statement. When you are thinking about a time frame, um, it needs to be comfortable for you. There's no real rule around this, but think about where you are now and what's practical and realistic. People starting out often feel like oh, I don't want to think too far ahead. I can't even imagine what three years from now is going to look like. So you might just look a year ahead and say, where would I like to be one year from now? Other people want to just focus on that big outcome for them, whatever that is, and that's way more motivating for them. So if you're that other person, you would maybe pick a three-year time frame for your vision so that you are really connected with that big motivating outcome that you really want to get it's no right or wrong you've just got to choose what feels right for you and in terms of deciding what you want for your business business visions generally focus on a few key areas that is income or fame or wanting to be the best at something or a particular type of client that you help or a particular type of problem that you serve solve (laughs) so think about those sorts of areas with a business vision And I wanna mention here that some people don't want to talk about income. There might be some guilt associated with, you know, dreaming about getting a certain income. Remember that, let's be 100% clear on something, every business exists to generate income. Yes, there are other reasons, but generating income is one of the most important reasons that a business exists. Otherwise, it's called a charity or a hobby. So income is something that distinguishes a business from any other venture. Of course, you're helping people. You're, you know, making a difference in the world, but you're not doing it for free. That's the point. So if you don't want to think about income or focus on that, that's fine. But know that your business exists partly for that reason. So to get clear on the what, what you want for your business, imagine yourself walking in the door of your office a year from now and looking around what's the result that your business is creating what do you see around you here are some examples my business helps people to break free from social anxiety my business helps people to create strong healthy and powerful bodies my business helps self-conscious women to discover their inner beauty You can tell that we're talking about the outcome. It sounds a little bit like an elevator pitch, but you're talking about why your business exists in a a sense in terms of what you create with it. It's not I go to the office nine to five and I run seminars because maybe that's not exciting or maybe it is for you, but I think it's more powerful to talk about what your business brings to the world. And when you do it that way, it's easier to find the why behind it. You know, the why is the thing that gets you out of bed in the morning, even when it's tough, even when you're sick, when you're tired, when you don't feel like it, that why is the thing that allows you to persist with your business no matter what. So to find that compelling, meaningful, authentic, non-negotiable reason to start and run your business, you've got to ask yourself, why do you have to start this business no matter what? Why do you have to start this business or run this business no matter what? Think about the soapbox that you like to stand on. Think about the causes that you stand for. Think about the people that you desperately want to see justice for. Maybe you've been there yourself. Maybe you've walked a a journey that's been really difficult and you've overcome it and thrived despite the challenges and you want to help other people do the same. That's a really great Um, and common why for a business. I've been there before and I know I can help so many people. So here are some examples of why's that go with the what's that we just read out as an example, as examples. My business helps people to break free from social anxiety so that they can have the courage to develop strong connections with the people around them and as a result, find more fulfilling careers. That could be one Why? Maybe you really want to see people thrive in their workplace and be the best they can be in their job. Or my business helps people to create a strong and healthy, powerful body so that they can be fit and healthy as they age and be authentic role models to their kids. Maybe for you, you realise how much is involved in looking after kids and how being your best physically helps you to be your best mentally so you can totally show up for your kids and be the best parent you can be. If that's important to you, guaranteed it's going to be important to other people and they're going to recognize their story in yours so your why is super powerful in that example in the third one my business helps self conscious women to discover their inner beauty and the why could be so that they feel so much better in their own skin happier more confident in the world and finally achieve their dreams Maybe as the owner of that business, you know how feeling self-conscious about your looks or your skin or whatever can hold you back from doing the things you want to do or helping other people as you'd like to. So you have a personal connection with that driver. Notice that there's so much more energy in those statements than some of the bland sorts of visions that you see around the place. This is your chance to make something really energizing, exciting and engaging. So that's visions in a nutshell. We have covered why they're important to get you some clarity and also to help you get excited and motivated. We talked about the parts of a vision. There is focusing on one thing, picking a what and picking a why. And remember that you're using that positive language. We also talked about how your brain is going to latch onto what you put into it in terms of a vision so you want to make sure you're using positively framed language to talk about what you want then we talked about personal visions and what goes into them and business visions and once again it's a statement written I am as if you're doing it now so that I can and that's where the whys come in if you need to do more work you can dig into the five whys as a method for getting to the heart of the matter and finding what's most important to you Just to help you out, I've created a little worksheet. You might like to jump in and download that. And that's going to help you to get really clear on your vision. And then you'll be ready to create some goals to bring it to life. Well, that's it from me, everyone. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening to the first episode. I'm excited to present this to you. And I look forward to seeing you soon. Ciao. Bye for now.